Hello. What is this? And why are we here? In a world. <laughs> We're starting a podcast. You did ask me when we, when, when we selected intro music, basically how epic you wanted it and you said really epic really so. epic this is exactly why um, okay. this Who is Snowflix you? why are you speaking on a microphone um, well because this is a podcast um, and uh, I got something to say uh, this is Snowflix the left wing movie podcast I'm Anna Fordham oh yeah I'm James um, and who, who are you we have Hi. a third human oh, I'm Liana hi guys brilliant uh, and this is where I do the, the, the volume swirl thing We're in a well. We're kind of in a pub. We're in a hotel bar. A hotel bar that serves alcohol, and yes. it is snowy, and it's actually International Women's Day, which I didn't realise. Happy accident. Hey. It is, and that that shows you just how long ago we recorded this episode. Because by the time you're listening to this, it's probably April. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. Oh. Should I? Fuck, I dated it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's good because um, we have our very first woman on the podcast. Hey, there we well, go. There we go. Cheers to that, guys. Cheers. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah, fucking smashing that glass yeah. ceiling. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Liana, uh, what what is your connection to the world of film? Oh, my connection is that I am a um, assistant director by trade. <laughs> um, yeah, I started doing this just over a year ago now, and I was lucky enough to just like get onto a shoot as a first AD, more or less straight away, um, a, a feature feature film as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, immediately I was like, oh yeah, I like this. This is this is good. Sick. What yeah. was the the film you worked on the first one? Oh, it was just some like low budget horror movie. Just yeah, nothing. This is a feature though. Yeah, but it was first. a feature. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it was still very you know yeah, low budget, hard work. Um, yeah. I wasn't really present in pre-production in the way excuse you um yeah uh, it was like i don't know it was my first kind of tell into the world of what filmmaking is even though i mean because i did film and tv production at uni so yeah. i came from having that experience but at the same time even at uni we didn't have do a lot of like hands-on like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know set kind of specified stuff it was more and is it is it theory. aiding do you, is that what you want to do or do you ultimately want to direct as well yeah no so well really what i want to be doing is directing i yeah, mean yeah. directing is is the kind of i say end goal i've been lucky yeah, enough to direct before, so, 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 yeah. <laughs> i have directed yeah, but yeah. i mean i guess end goal in the sense that it's like I want to be directing stuff that's actually like good and also <laughs> I write really like no offence <laughs> to those past uh, writers that I yeah, yeah. have kind of the privilege of yeah, yeah, yeah right exactly oh yeah I guess so I mean writing and directing it would be like the freaking dream like yeah. that's that would be awesome but at the same time I would, I would be more than happy to also just direct other people's work that I really just like fell in love with yeah. and mm. yeah. had that it's funny you said you like, so 
for someone who's only AD'd for, for, for that long, you definitely, uh, you're definitely slightly terrifying. <laughs> but that's the good. That, that is the like good. tell of a good first AD, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah no, really... no, Liana's not terrifying. She's just, uh, she's to the point. Yeah, I've uh, worked with Liana. Well, how many projects have we worked on now? Like three. <sighs> three, I think. Three classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. classics. Such uh-huh. as you got Krampus, uh, Mega Lightning was oh, another yeah. one, mm-hmm. and then we just finished—is it flies or vampire flies. flies? Oh, I don't know. Let's call it flies. Flies, vampire yeah. flies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I did just eye roll there. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly <laughs> sounds like it could be a fly sequel. So. I am desperate to do a, a horror movie with you two, honestly, oh my God, and just dude, get my yes. best scream on. Yeah. And, and, this this is the thing they're great fun like I love horror I love horror anyway like I am such a horror fan and I think that's the reason why I jumped on this like AD job when I saw this advert come through for this Mm. horror film because I was like fuck yeah I love horror like let's give this a go and just see what happens yeah yeah and it was only after doing that that I was like oh wait there's different types of horrors (laughs) (laughs) have you seen Cake Boy oh have you not that was no. that's that's one me and dave made years ago cake boy, uh, cake yeah. boy. it's a it's a horror short <laughs> yeah. and i think james morgan uh, with the exception of nick i think james morgan gives the best performance no. in the film you yeah. act yeah of course i fucking yeah. act no i don't james is act. in it yeah i'm on camera doesn't mean do i you act. S- do you have I lines say words, yeah. <gasps> I, I say words yeah, you, I say you, words. you say words and you also have a lovely subtlety of like is he gay Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. There's like, because you, you do that thing of like, anyway, if I'm remembering the film correctly. But yeah, the, the, my, my top two performances in that film are yeah. Nick. Cause of me course. because I could be. Is Nick an actual actor? No, no. Nick is not. <laughs> a friend of mine. He's okay. a, he, works, he, works in, he works in coding. Don't watch Kate Roy. Why? It's, it's very embarrassing. Oh, shut up. Where is it? YouTube. I better get a link. Buried on the internet. Somewhere. On a link. Maybe we could get like just a still from it to put on the Instagram of just you doing your like wink when you leave the scene. There's a wink. Yeah, there's a wink. Wink. Oh yeah, so camp. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Oh shit, I just realised that sounded wildly too loud. Turn that down. Um, yeah. Shall we move on to the news? Sponsored by Cinepause. Yes, you can tell that's Nicole's. It's so good. Um, did you, I've got two little things to say for news, and then two big things. Okay. Should I start with my little things, and then we can talk, ask Liana what she's doing. And yeah, then... and then I'll do some medium things. Great. So my little things uh, are, I've just uh, finished the first season of Dimension 20's Dungeons & Dragons uh, campaigns that they Whoa. Uh, stream. Oh, is that like a live stream? It's not a live stream. It's it, so it. This is the thing. So Critical Role, I love it, but it's very dense. Dimension Twenty is like more edited. It's more concise, and they cut out like mm. a lot of the very sure. dense, sort of heavy. How long like, have I been playing for? How long have I been playing for? They, Twenty. Well, they. they. No, they. they. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the have Dimension they been Twenty. For? I yeah. don't know. Um. Like, but what th- session is the last session? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. How? So, this season was, I think it was 16 episodes, 12 to 16 episodes, and um, it was called Fantasy High, Ooh. and it was set in an adventuring academy. 
It's okay. very fun. It's wow. like a John Hughes movie, That's Dungeons cool. & Dragons. That's cool. It's so fun. Um, and uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan is the dungeon master. And because it's edited, the episodes are like an hour and a half long. So they're like much more like... Rather than three and a half hours. Rather than like three and a half hours. Yeah. 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 So Critical Role is amazing. But if you're looking for something that like can capture the attention span a bit more without the very heavy sort of mechanical gameplay stuff Dement- highly recommend the Dimension 20 um, the first two seasons are available for free on YouTube yeah. um, so I watched Fantasy High and I've just started The Unsleeping City which is a Dungeons and Dragons campaign set at Christmas in New York City oh my it's god. fucking brilliant oh my god Wait, it's actually, like, fun to watch. Yeah. Because I know it's fun to play. I love playing D&D. Yeah. But, like, the just, thought just of just watching yeah. it yeah. Yeah, is it was, really entertaining. I think it depends. Yeah. Mm. Well, the players they get together are such, like... They, they love the role play element and okay, particularly okay. like so the fir- I've just fi- I've just finished the first episode of The Unsleeping City um, and the way Brennan Lee Mulligan uh, the DM like uh, introduces all the characters and like gives them all their own little vignette and is like he, he literally rolls the dice to see okay who are we introducing first right um and then he'll describe like we go over to Brooklyn where we meet a nurse in a hospital and then he asks the person to describe themselves and they're really into the role play of it it's very fun okay, okay. Um, and when there's an important role they have a box of doom uh, which they have a camera on so yeah. are, they, are they voice actors? I don't that, think so. Because I it's, think that's the draw with crit, crit role is the fact that they're all voice actors, so it's yeah. like fully ridiculous. Mm. But those episodes are like three hours. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Really I don't think they're embodying those characters. It's, like, um, yeah. it's, it's you, the yeah. best version of improv, <laughs> yeah, surely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you play? I'm yeah, you play. yeah. No, yeah. I've played, yeah. I've got um, a group of friends that we try and get together and play, you know, in person. <gasps> yeah, yeah, our in little person. sessions. In, yeah, in, in person, yeah. on try. Yeah, well, this is it. Exactly, exactly. But um, I think we've done, we just started a new campaign and we've done like three sessions so far. Um, And it's good fun. What's your character? I love it. My my character is a wood elf. Um, Yeah, they're great. They're the best. They're called um, Adarius because basically uh, one of the things that they're good at is kind of like disappearing from a scene and then returning just at the right moment Amazing. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so Adarius kind of sounds like ah there he is uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I named him <laughs> amazing yeah. I love it it's great he's brilliant Ted Lasso season oh. 3 oh so yeah is it good on the 15th of March it drops we're recording this obviously prior uh, to that by the time this is released it will be out I will have seen it I will have lived my best fucking life which and I've really seen all the episodes in one go I think they are yeah Ooh, okay. um, but which means James Morgan between now and the next time we record I need you to catch up a bit with Ted Lasso I will it's post Oscars so yeah because there is a character and I'm not going to name them because I want you to try and guess that I just think you will A a little bit relate to and B, just love the shit out of. Okay, fair, fair. I, I, just, I just think you need to watch it, and the next time we record, I will reveal who that is. I only just found out that they shoot that at Celeste Park, mm. Crystal Palace ground, and oh. I just found out that Carl works on it. <gasps> Carl Carl? Yeah, Carl Carl, little Carl. Oh my like, God. One of my friends works on As, it. Well, just, what? Uh, fuck knows. He's uh, one of those props, people that work, he works in the film oh, industry, but just yeah. kind of 
like fingers and all the pies. But he's yeah, also yeah, one of these yeah. people who doesn't really give a shit. He yeah. works in right. the really He just annoying. kind of like lands in it. And yeah. it's just, job. It's what it is. Yeah. It's really annoying. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, yeah, I worked on that. Like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, brilliant. Again, I need to try uh, lasso. Yeah. yeah that's the Jason Sudeikis football yeah. thing. It is, yeah. Right? And you know what? I haven't seen any of it yet. I really thought an American-led TV show about British football culture was going to be trash. It's fucking brilliant. Okay. Is that the kind of draw though, a little bit? Or is it completely not? No, I don't think it is. I think the the draw is actually, it's quite like. Not sensitive, but it's quite like it leans into the Britishness of it. I think. Okay, okay. that's cool. And and um, they're not trying to Americanize. No, it. I don't think okay, so. There, I mean, there are elements of like we do this thing that's heartwarming, and we do this thing that like constructs a good story in like TV in the way that American TV shows do. But like, I actually think like all of the actors, other than Jason Sudeikis and the man who plays Beard. Oh, British. English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Owen Wilson's playing Bob Ross in a film. Stop it. That made me laugh. That's very funny. <gasps> you know Bob Ross. I saw right? the that's genius yeah, yeah. casting. A picture. I'll see if I can find a picture. Oh my god, I can see a, it. I can a, see it. There's a picture. Uh, it's going to be like some kind of. I'll put it on the Instagram. I imagine some yeah. kind of biography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the picture looks class. Beautiful. Owen oh, Wilson's so you don't. Big throw kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's not going to be like. A comedic cameo in another no, no, film. Like, it's a film about, it's Bob, about Ross. Bob Ross. Okay, he, beautiful. I think it's called Paint. Oh, like, of original. course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Amazing. the picture and thought, that, that's funny and maybe needs to get watched. Um, yeah, great. Oh, that we the can other do that. one is uh, Robert Eggers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Lighthouse. Fucking legend. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Robert. Um, so, you know, his next film's Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. They're doing a remake. Yeah. yeah. And they just cast uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in it. Whoa. Which is cool. Um, Has, okay. Uh, uh, oh, I don't want to get too, like, conspiratorial this early. But Aaron Taylor Johnson is it's married to yeah. Sam Taylor? Is he still yeah. married to Which Sam, one's Sam Taylor? Taylor again, is she the a director one? who is like a lot older? Yeah, than yeah, him. yeah. They're still married. They've I think got kids. Still married. Yeah, because I think there is children. there's yeah. rumours that that is like a bit on the rocks, and the internet yeah. is very excited because they met for the first time. I think when he was sixteen. Yeah, there's they like think a that grooming that is like, aspect yeah. to their relationship. Apparently, the, the internet the, is very the, much the, on his the, side. The internet always gets excited though. Yeah, they do. Anyway, so that that's that's cool. I, I was quite excited by that because yeah. I think he's an actor that he does get like attention, mm. but he, he for someone who probably could have been a bona fide absolute star, totally has kind of a yeah. whether he's actively avoided it or not, I don't know. But he's he like, does roles which are like yeah, he's in that same like bracket as Robert Pattinson in my head, where like yeah, got to know him as like a teen star, but like has surpassed that. But I think Aaron Taylor Johnson hasn't quite reached the same. Well, he didn't do the Twilight to start off with. Uh, yeah. see, see, they, he did they, Angus, Angus um, Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. Full Frontal Snogging. Wait, yeah. But they went with the American title for the film, which is yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. What's the other one? No, well, they didn't like Full Frontal. Full they frontal. thought it was too yeah. like suggestive. Oh, Perfect Snogging. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the Golden Compass all over. But like, have you read yeah. the fucking books? Like no. that's a whole point. Yeah, <laughs> as as a kid, yeah, as like yeah. a teenager, yeah. Like, yeah. I love those books as a kid. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love them. Totally. Um, if, if basically the cast for this film, Aaron Taylor cool. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is Emma he Corrin. playing Nosferatu? I don't know. No, I'm not okay. sure. He, like, that would be very cool. Yeah, yeah, em- yeah. Emma Corrin's in it. Who? 
Yeah, we love them. Stole your role. Yeah, I did. I auditioned for Diana in oh, the crowd. I say stole your role. No I mean, got got oh. the job. But the thing is, dude, I so see it. Mm-hmm. You could have nailed that. Yeah, don't. Oh, it's very shit. triggering. I think, isn't it? Was it? No, it, I don't think so. I think no. Emma Corrin is like really talented, and also it's really nice to see non-binary people doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like. For sure. Because when you said to me that, oh yeah, like, but look at look at, and I was like, oh yeah, I can see it. The, yeah, the, the, the I, I still get texts occasionally when whenever a new person has started watching that season of The Crown yeah. from people yeah. being like, you look so much Ugh. like the person who right. yeah. and I'm like, but it's funny that, that. <laughs> yeah, it is funny, but also it's not all about the looks. No, like hello. Yeah. no, no, um, but yeah, I've never seen the Crown. They're brilliant. Over Nicole's shoulder. Yeah. Um, um, it, it's funny because there are like two quite famous non-binary actors at the moment. They're both called Emma. There's Emma Darcy uh-huh. and yep. there's Emma Corrin. Emma Darcy. And I look like oh. both of them. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Emma, Emma Darcy is House of the Dragon. Yep. yep. Oh, no. Um, I know seen, them well. <laughs> I fancy the, the pants off of them. They're amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're, oh they're the Negroni Spagliato with the yes, Seco in it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I, I am the I am the flavour of the moment of non-binary. But have I got film roles? No. If you're a casting director and you're listening to this right, and you can't get Emma Corrin or Emma Darcy, uh-huh. you Hiya, may Anna. as well have me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, have you got more news? Yeah, I've also got the other people in this film as well. Bill Skarsgård oh, and Willem Dafoe. Oh, I mean, that's, that's just oh. a fucking mad. Leona, have you got personal news of what you're doing at the moment? What you're working on? Um, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got a f- couple of projects coming up, which mm-hmm. I'm quite excited for. Um, both, uh, again, like kind of low budget um, passion projects, but I feel like that's. It's so funny because a year ago when I first started doing this job, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get on like the bigger budget stuff. Yeah. And then progressively, uh, over this, the course of this past year, I'm like, no, screw that, because I've heard stories of people working on these bigger budget things, and it's like, yeah, you don't have any kind of creative control. Mm. You know, it all works. It's all turning clogs and it it all was very systematic and yeah like why would I want to be a part Mm. of that especially in the AD world I feel like once you hit bigger budget you're basically just extra herding right exactly I do not want to be a shepherd like that's (laughs) not what I want to do I want to be able to yeah make some cool kind of contributions to a filmmaking process so um but yeah i've got this really cool uh feature coming up um called diamond sky uh so look out for it because i think it will be really really fun it's kind of a mix between like i mean this is me as the ad saying this so i don't know whether the director would fully kind of approve (laughs) but i would say it's a mix of like shutter island and the adjustment bureau and also like 500 days of summer like it's really it's really interesting um so i'm looking forward to that that starts next month um but yeah but i also just came off of this like kind of post heist film Oh yeah, uh, that was that it. Was yeah, so I saw the fun. stuff you put on Instagram. And I was oh like, yeah. yeah, but I mean that was different because it was like one location. It was a set build as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never worked on a film um, that had yeah those kind of like I guess limitations. Like they were quite restricting. What, like, the set? fact that you're just like, like it's a set build and yeah. it's one location. Like 
I, it made I learned a lot from yeah. that, and and I kind of got to the point where I was like, oh, like what am I learning still now as an AD? Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of I just got into this cycle where I was doing the same kind of things, and it felt like I was just keeping myself like well oiled rather yeah. than actually learning <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then this shoot, I was like, oh yeah, wait, shit. Things can be. I just swore. Can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Please, <laughs> Jesus. The, 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 I said fuck like three times. I can't right swear. Now, right? I was like, I just heard myself say shit, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, the, um, um, the C one yeah. is perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, cool, perfect. Um, um, especially on International Women's Day. Yeah. Oh yeah, please, yeah. <laughs> take it back. Um, yeah. Cause what was it about the um, mm. the fact it was on set? That was like a, a self yeah. like a built set. Well, because. But, so first of all, I mean, scheduling was like insane because I was like, well, we might as well just shoot this thing as chronologically as per, as you know, as doable. Because because <laughs> yeah, yeah. like we're on one location and it's not, it, it the, you're the, literally yeah, we're yeah. in a flat that's open plan. Yeah. The, like it will take two seconds to pick up the camera and move it. Yeah. They already like pre lit. It so it was yeah. all like it was just into the same. Yeah. It was yeah, just yeah, mad, yeah. and I was like, it got to the point where, the yeah, I was like, oh, I've definitely yeah. given moments a lot more time than what yeah, I could yeah. have done. It's one of those things, it, isn't it? Because nice. I, I don't have really any experience apart from film school working mm. on sets, just because right. it's always just been on location. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably like a muscle that I'd have to like. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, to, it was mad. The it idea was mad. That you it was so good though. As well. Right, so controlled. Yeah. Apart from the fact that every now and then we'd hear a train. It's London, there, anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're gonna find that anywhere. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was beautiful. It was like it was ideal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, cabin fever kind of set in, and we all got <laughs> sick and tired of the four walls yeah, that we yeah. were just in twenty four bloody seven. Yeah. But um, but no, it was great, and that's actually like one of the best things I've worked on so far is it? like script wise absolutely beautiful script performance yeah. wise oh my god the like performances in this film are just incredible and it really just like it just reignited like that yeah, yeah. that kind of love and passion it's again good it's like, good when it happens oh, isn't it so like you good. know when you're working on something and then like you're like ah shit this is why yeah, I got yeah. to do this. Yeah, Literally. it's it's, it's uh, beautiful. I love it. There's nothing like just doing the same thing over and over again because mm-hmm. you just get hit with, oh shit, I'm starting to treat this quote unquote like a job. Sure. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh-huh. yeah, no, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, Shall I get into some award season news? Yeah, come on, do it. Okay. Because so we're nearly we're nearly out of it. Oh, like, don't. Reason, I feel so out of it this year with like I, the Oscars and stuff. Yeah. I know this I'm sounds like, mad, uh, but like, normally I watch every single Oscar film. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. I've not done that series. I just, right. just no. not had the time to. No. Um, so I'll start. So since we last recorded, we've had the Saga Awards and the BAFTAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll start with the Saga Awards because it's slightly less depressing. Also, I love that you pronounce it Sarg. 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 I've always pronounced Sag. 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 Yeah. Sag Awards. I'd the say Sag. Awards. Sag. Yeah. Would you? Oh, I say Sarg. Is it two A's? No, no it's, it's one. one. Sag. Oh, yeah, because it's Sag. not screen actors, actors. Yeah, <laughs> screen Acting, three of the four um, uh, acting in film awards went to everything everywhere at once. Yeah, wow. isn't that so like we a got wow. uh, Michelle Yeoh, Kay Hai Kwan, and Jamie Lee Curtis 
all one for everything everywhere at once and the best actor went to Brendan Fraser that's kind of as expected isn't yeah, it yeah I think yeah, that's pretty really expected like out, mm. that's quite nice yeah. um, outstanding performance by a cast everything everywhere at once oh that's the ensemble one right? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick uh, yeah I still haven't seen haven't that. Seen I've not seen Top Gun Maverick, so well, I can't really argue with it. Um, but yeah, the, the, and then everything else is TV, except for the Lifetime Achievement Award went to Sally Field. We we then get to the fucking BAFTAs, and this will come up later, so I'm going to not, not try and spend too much time on it. Best Actor, Austin Butler. All Quiet on the Western Front for Best Film. Oh, that one Best Film? It did. Oh, that's kind Very of Very surprised. Oh. Quite cool, um, <laughs> given what else was nominated. Um, yeah. It also went. It also won Best Director. Um, it won Best Film Not in the English Language. Um, it won Best Adapted Screenplay. It won Best Original Score. Wow. Um, oh, best, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, score. the score! The score in that film is ridiculous. Fucking incredible. I, yeah. I listened to it just for vibes. Oh my yeah. God, vibes, intense <laughs> <laughs> vibes. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Austin Butler won for Elvis. Um, Elvis also won. Austin Butler is, is the actor's is, name. Yeah, is the actor's name. Um, Elvis also won uh, best hair and makeup. Uh, Guillermo del Toro won for Pinocchio for best animated. Kate Blanchett won for Tar. Oh, Best you? actress, yep. That's cool. Uh, Barry, God, uh, I did look up how to pronounce this. I'm so sorry. Keegan, isn't it? Keegan, isn't it just Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, Keegan. Is it Keegan? I'm yeah. pretty sure you just pronounced okay, it Keegan. Okay, fine, Keegan. Yeah. Barry Keegan won for Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, Kerry Condon won Best Supporting Actress for Banshees of Inisherin. Um, and then everything else. Boy, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse won Best Short Animation. Um, and uh, yeah, every, everything else is pretty standard. But yeah, yeah did I Babylon will, win something? Babylon did win something. Babylon, Babylon won, something. won. Yeah, best production design. I mean, it's I always. I haven't seen it. But it's yeah. usually those ones, the films that are made about films usually win production design. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah. it's very self knowing, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah, and it's old Hollywood, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and everyone has a boner over it. I like it, I don't necessarily have a boner over it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to start it with that. No, it's one you release. That's fine, do it, mate. Okay, ready? You've got the flu and lost your shoe Saw the view and you said boo But listen you, don't feel blue Because we've watched something new Sick. Wow Ridiculous <laughs> No, it's great We it's watched so The Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah I watched Spoiler alert for the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Uh Trigger warning four Okay, so I, I went on Does the Dog Die? Immediately. Oh, did you? Yes. Uh, right, because I didn't so th- No, but th- I think you robbed yourself of a spoiler there yeah. While you're doing that because there's well, a great yeah. moment where it doesn't happen. Do you no, really no, 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 no. But yes, I really care. <laughs> it's a film. The dog I, went, really I went on die. Does the Dog Die um, and learnt on Does the Dog Die, spoiler alert, mm. that the donkey dies. Oh. <laughs> oh it's heartbreaking. It's oh, heartbreaking. I know. He's it's best friend. Heartbreaking. Um, yeah, so I was grateful to have gone on Does the Dog Die. So yeah, yeah uh, spoiler okay, alert fine. for animal death. Yeah. Spoiler alert for... Immediately when that scene comes up, I was like, oh shit. It's horrible. And I was like, I wonder if Anna's been on Does the Dog Die. I went on Does the Dog Die. Yeah, okay, well, I, I went on Does the Dog Die because obviously I saw the dog. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh shit, And also, I need it, it, it is uh, my favourite dog. dog of all time. Really? It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah Collie. It's a Collie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I was like, if that dog dies, mm-hmm. shit. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Banshees of Sharon. The plot is uh, t- two Irish men, J- 
during the Civil War on the island of Inishirin. Which is fictional. Yeah. Is the island fiction? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah, yeah. exist. Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, uh, one, they've been best mates for ages. One of them decides doesn't want to be mates anymore. <laughs> doesn't really give a great explanation. Yeah, um, no, no, no. It's because he wants to focus on himself and mm. making himself a better person. And he says that his friend is dull. And his friend yeah. is dull. And his friend... You know, it, do you know what it reminded me of? You know when people say, like always try and be the smartest person in the room <laughs> and I think you know Brennan's character just got annoyed with always being the smartest person in the room yeah. or in his own mind yeah, anyway because, head, because yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Um, so then that's basically how you learn about the film isn't it you basically that's your privilege like do you want to come to yeah. the pub no which yeah. is devastating to be honest well he doesn't even say no he just doesn't respond because yeah. when I message friends and say do you want to go to the pub and they say oh. no I'm like oh Heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, um, so then uh, this this friend, um, uh, Colin Farrell's character, keeps pestering Brendan Fraser's. Brendan Fraser? What am I talking about? Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Thank kind you. Of the same name. Um, uh, keeps pestering Brendan Gleeson. He's like, why don't you want to be friends? Why don't you want to be friends? Uh, and he's like, look, if you keep pestering me, I'm going to start chopping my fingers off <laughs> and throwing them at your door. And spoiler. <laughs> fingers do get and, chopped. And he does. Uh, uh, Colin Farrell's best friend, the donkey, chokes on one of these fingers, and in revenge, Colin Farrell burns down Brendan Gleeson's house, mm-hmm. but not his dog, and the friendship is like officially over. Yeah. So that was the film, yeah. not yeah. just the synopsis. That was the entire. Film. No, it wasn't the entire film. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, what did you think? Because I re- there's a, there's a lot that I really liked about it. Yeah. I I have reservations about certain aspects. And I hate to say it. Go on. One of those aspects is Barry Keegan's performance. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. I like. I really like him. I think he's brilliant, and I think part of this might be the way he was directed. Mm. But and I, I had to try and turn off that thing when you're an actor and you're on screen. You're basically told like think loud, but talk and act quiet. Like you don't want to. If you do anything too big, it will be too busy and people won't be able to sure. focus on too you. Too big on screen. Yeah. It's the fact that camera picks up. Yeah, ex- like nuance. And, and, like, and oh, right, okay. his performance is very large, which in general I don't hate because I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're trying something new and that's fine. <sighs> but also he's a neurodivergent character. Yeah. Right? So he, he's like, definitely coded neurodivergent. Yeah. But... I guess what I was struggling with was like so in the writing Barry Keegan's character is um, is somebody that has been sexually abused um, and he's often referred to as like uh, the island gom I think is the word they use which is basically like the village idiot sure, um, sure. Uh, so yeah this this character is like basically code I would say autistic almost yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah. he's definitely on the spectrum for yeah. autism, yeah. for sure. Like, that's something. Yeah, that... and and the thing is, the first thing you learn about this character is um, he's been barred from the pub for being creepy to women. That's the first thing you learn about this yeah. character. Um, and he continues sort of, not to be creepy, but to be, like, slightly inappropriate with female characters throughout. And it wasn't... And the thing is, when you are somebody that has experienced sexual abuse, one of the things they look for when children have experienced sexual abuse is hypersexuality. Um, it is one of the like 
symptoms, I guess. Right. And it wasn't signposted for me enough that the reason this character behaves like this is because of the horrific abuse they faced. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I get that. I think... I think... I, I think... One it's thing, really difficult and it's a yeah. very nuanced conversation to have. I just, I was just like, I wish. Right, so the donkey, right? Yeah. The way the relationship with the donkey was written was so like humanizing and empathetic. And when the donkey died, you were devastated. Yeah. And I think the writing wanted us to really like be so invested in uh, Barry Keegan's character, but it didn't do it as effectively as it did the fucking donkey. Yeah, but I, also, I thought, don't I thought that you was think all, that I people... I think that was kind of the intention a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because like, people always feel sad or about an animal dying than they yeah. do a human. Mm. Anyway, no yeah. matter where, you know, like, on the spectrum a human might be, mm. you're yeah. always going to feel worse for an animal thing, yeah. than yeah. you are for a human. I think, I, yeah, I, I, parts of the performance frustrate me a little bit because yeah. I think that maybe it was overhanded a little bit. Yeah. But annoyingly, one of the, my favourite scenes in the film was with him and, you know, where he, he's like, oh, I thought you were actually one of the nice ones. And kind of yes, like, that's a lovely scene. It's a really yes. nice scene. It's yeah. a lovely scene. Wait, is that the scene on the wall when they're sat there on yeah, the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I really like yeah. that bit. I think because yeah. I watched this film twice, um, mm. because I was like, "Oh, this film isn't about what it says." Well, on the basis of the breakdown of a relationship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, but it's so clearly about this, the the Irish Civil War. Yeah, yeah. like it's just a, yeah. a play out, and then it sets up the parable of like Irish history then going on at the yeah, end and it's like yeah. you're left with kind of what happens afterwards yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just didn't really know what to make of the inclusion of his character like why he was there like if you're going to put him there like yeah. well, I think, make more of yeah. it like, I think and, I just, and explain you know I saw I just, him as a kind of victim of where he was born really yeah, and that's yeah. kind of how I read his character and very similar to I think him and um, what was uh, Colin Farrell's Kerry Condon's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was sister. essentially yeah. a similar, similar situation where they were the, the two that, in two different ways, kind of mm. managed to escape yeah. the island. His one by, mm. spoiler alert and trigger warning, suicide, mm. and the other one mm. being by just getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like, I think there were parts of, because he's a really fucking good actor, and I think there were bits where he was maybe over-egging it a little bit. He yeah. could have been a bit more subtle. Yeah. But um, just... I just didn't really know what to make of the character yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the inclusion of that character because I think not only does it add a diverse character and yeah, just yeah. So, so, you know you don't you don't see representation of autistic mm. people no, in no. film or if you do all, it's like really. it's Rain Man yeah like, exactly or, or it's like, like yeah yeah it's an autistic person that's got this like hyper intelligence and yeah, maths yeah, yeah. or English yeah, yeah. or oh Which my is, god they're like superhuman yeah, because yeah. they're autistic I, I count no yeah, this yeah. guy right exactly it's like freaking yeah yeah, yeah. but um in goodwill hunting like yeah <laughs> right yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Tr- trouble genius kind yeah of thing. right I think I think I I kind of saw it as just kind of it's like a lot of these 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 films where it kind of uh, just kind of heartbreaking a little bit to watch someone he's actually yeah he's just that he's misread by the entire of the community mm. and I think that's how almost how when you when he first comes into it you're supposed to read him as this oh he's the kind of 
No, you definitely feel him the same way that you know the rest of the community. Right, yeah. I think that was maybe my issue, is yeah. that, like, I, I was like, I... I, I want to empathise with this character and it took so long for the yeah. film to because allow I, yeah. me to empathise with that character and, and by sure, that yeah. point for me it was yeah. too late and like, I think that that's sure. that scene for yeah. me you know the scene on the rocks where uh-huh. he's like well actually I thought you were quite a nice bloke and kind of walks off yeah. and you're like yeah. oh I massively as a audience member sidelined this character to yeah. just support like, underestimated him. Yeah, as, uh, and really he's actually just the kind of yeah. and I think kind of character. Like yeah, I think I think if they were going for like, okay, at some point then we're gonna turn it around and the audience is gonna realise that they've been treating this character with the same disdain as the uh, as the rest of the village have. Yeah. I just would have liked to have that flip to have been like better marked. And I think where it's meant to come is Colin Farrell has this like drunk monologue where he basically is like, don't you know this guy like sexually abuses his kid every yeah, night? I think that's yeah. where it was meant to come. And I just, I, I just wish, I don't know. I wish there'd yeah. been like a subtle change in the performance from that moment, or the, or just something to signpost. Oh hey, you audience, you fucked up because you judged this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. See, I, I had that moment. I feel like I had it. Yeah, in, oh, I think yeah. I had that moment. Too. I don't think I yeah. did. Cause, I, I cause had the I shock was like, moment. Oh, I've labelled him as the comic relief, and he's yeah. not. He's but like, yeah, this poor yeah. kid. No, because I remember like physically, um, like getting angry at his dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. having like um, like a tense moment where I was like, you can't like. Yeah. 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 And, and also, like, Colin yeah. Farrell's character from kind of using that and actually yeah. I think that, that's why I read that scene as him using that as leverage as leverage against why you should be friends with me and not him yeah. because yeah. he but yes. that's yeah, not yeah, a good yeah. like and that's when you start to see the other side of Colin Farrell's character rather than being yeah. this sheepish kind of mm. um, I think maybe my problem maybe I think it's me because I think I never saw Barry Keegan's character as comic relief like from the off yeah, yeah. I knew I was like oh this character is like has something going on yeah. uh that is like beyond just so being the quiet music. So it was more of that kind of thing where as as an audience you like felt pity almost towards him rather like yeah, oh this right poor guy ra- like he's being teased and looked yeah. down, rather than being like ha yeah. Which meant yeah. in my head it just right, got worse sure, and worse sure. and worse and no, worse. No, 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 that's yeah, yeah. so understandable. Rather yeah. than like, oh, it's funny, oh shit, there's this flip. Like, yeah. you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if that's how I was meant to yeah. feel, mm-hmm. like, for, I yeah. mean, it's probably just my yeah. receiving I think of his character. Other than that, like, for me, like, I, I absolutely love this film. Um, I think the performances. I think Colin Farrell is outstanding in this film. Yeah, he is. That's I why think I think he's, he's probably... Yeah. He should be he's in so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, yeah. it's, it's quite vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, in, in a way that I don't get to see from Colin Farrell very yeah. much. Like, it's just... Oh, I know. Because he's so... He's just so stupid. Yeah, he, yeah, he but is. It, like, but then it... Yeah, it makes you realise, like... Yeah, okay, there's stupid people on this planet, but they still only mean well. Yeah. yeah. They're really, only doing yeah. their best. I, I think he captured that really quite well, but yeah. also the kind of semi-nasty streak that he had. Yeah. Was like when he told him uh-huh. that guy that his dad was dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But he was trying to do that to be like, or, or oh, if I'm mean, then Brendan yes. Gleeson will want to talk right, to me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. At least I'm interesting because and that, I'm mean. That's kind of... So I think there are... The reason why I love this film is because there's three like layers to it. There's the reading of it is literally playing out the the, the Irish kind of civil war, mm-hmm. which is what which is why it's in the background because it's like yep. 
it gives you context to understand that what you're mm. about to watch is the playing out of history but between two people mm-hmm. which I loved um, and the fact that the, the banshee kind of character yeah, was just this ev- ever ever but I love the fact the little subtlety like where like the people that leave the island like i.e. your sister make notice of her and realise that mm. she's there whereas yeah. he palms her off yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. almost like well there's two different ways you can read that it's like that is the depression and the suck of the, the island and, and the fact that she's kind of realised it and got out but also she's basically there to basically represent death yeah. but mm, also yeah. the sad thing is because they all see her and like Banshees in Irish mythology are supposed to be like the death of a family member right that's yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. and so the fact that everyone on the island sees this lady it just proves that they're all basically a family and it they're all experiencing death yeah, through the yeah. civil war but the yeah. fact that they're all seeing the same lady yeah, is the fact yeah. that they're essentially connected they are in that one way. family and I think it, I just yeah. having done a lot of Irish history recently mm. I just it's it's uh, it's kind of comforting in a weird yeah. way yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, what you mean. To see yeah. Yeah, the fa- yeah. yeah, like everybody's seeing the same yeah. thing and no matter what their background and what their experience yeah. in life is, yeah. it's still like yeah. I don't know, I find yeah. 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 And Kerry um, Condon, the sister, is also for me a really exceptional performance. Oh, um, yeah. and she has this line that for me underpinned so much of the film yeah. where Brendan Brendan Gleason goes, I don't want to hang out with him anymore because he's boring and she goes, You're all fecking yeah, boring. That's one of my favourite lines of the it's film. It's so yeah. good. And so then she good. and then she fucks oh, off because yeah. she's like, You're all so bo- yeah, and I, it's yeah. like I, I love because I was a bit worried that this was going to be like oh these guys don't realise how like fucking vapid and like annoying they are and as soon as Martin McDonough gave her that scene and that line I was like okay this these, this is self aware yeah. this is like yeah, oh yeah. massively yeah. Whole, it is it's whole, Martin McDonough yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the whole film was self aware down to the <laughs> fact that he didn't kill the dog right yeah. like that, that whole scene yeah. was the whole point was yeah. is this going to be on does the dog die and yeah, yeah, goes, yeah. why would I kill you you're the nicest thing about him and that's like I was like brilliant it's so yeah. self-aware yeah yeah, um, yeah I, just, I just I just I found you're all fucking boring yeah. brilliant and also just so, fucking yeah. I want to get a chance one time to fucking shoot a film in Ireland like this because yeah. fuck me like it's stunning uh, promises like you could just turn the camera to the left and just film yeah, that and then yeah, it looks epic yeah. and it's brilliant yeah um, it's gorgeous wants to live there I know that's the completely opposite of what you're supposed to take wow. away from this but I just want to hang out, hang out in that pub <laughs> yeah <laughs> the pub yeah, maybe once sure. or twice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not for your lifetime yeah maybe the other <laughs> thing, I don't know it would be simpler though wouldn't it yeah. 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 No, imagine oh, something I thought life. was really effective in this film in, in particularly Martin McDonough's writing who he's a fucking brilliant writer there yeah. is a play that he wrote very early in his career called The Beauty Queen of Lenan, which yeah, is about I've read that. Yeah, I've read that planning. It's about an old lady uh, yeah. and and who she's being looked after as she starts to go. Yeah, see. Oh, okay. yeah, it's a two-person two-person play. Uh, I think they've got some supporting characters. A four-person play. I think, yeah, maybe. there's like a couple um, of. But yeah, if you ever get to see that performed by good actors, oh go God. and see it. It's fucking that is, Isn't it a mother and daughter? Yes. Isn't it a mother and daughter relationship? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's God. wonderful. Absolutely um, beautiful. Yeah. He's a brilliant writer. But one thing I think he does really well in, in this film... The fact that he can write women so well as yes. well. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy Happy me. International Women's Happy International Women's Day, Martin. Um, but he, um, <laughs> he does this, like, when you're in, like, a, a, a very, like, uh, recluse, isolated community like this... 
something like your friend saying he doesn't want to be friends anymore is simple, the yeah. end of the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, why, that's why the parable is perfect. Uh -huh. yeah. Because yeah. it's so small scale and it seems uh -huh. mundane. That's and symmetry. it's about nothing. And then when you've got the symmetry of this huge war happening in the background, uh -huh. I was like, fucking love that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, fucking, so it's my favourite type of storytelling is like the huge vastness and the. the, the but it, it also highlights how pointless it all is. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why it's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, right, exactly. Um, and it makes me want to shout out uh, David Colvin, who is a friend of mine, who is a bagpiper, actor, and playwright. Nice. Uh, at who the is same time. at the same time? <laughs> Genuinely, yes. At the same time, he's got a one-man show where he oh, acts, yeah, he plays the bagpipes, and also wrote it. Um, he he's working on a play at the moment called Hisht, which is spelt H I R. S-C-H No H-I-R-T-A Hisht Which is uh, an island Miles and fucking miles Off the coast of Scotland Like past the Outer Hebrides uh, And he's writing a beautiful play About this isolated island community um, If you liked this film And that aspect of Martin McDonagh's writing When Hisht comes out Go and see it Because yeah. you'll love it um, It's really good and, and the last thing I want to say About this film uh, before I rate it is I really needed to know the donkey was okay after I finished watching this film what, the actual donkey the actual donkey so I, um, I've got some facts about the donkey okay beautiful please lay on me I'm so, so here for donkey the donkey is a miniature donkey whose real name is Jenny Jenny her name is her name in, in the film is Jenny and yeah. her name in real life is Jenny. Jenny. Now, when you use an animal like this in a film for extended scenes, it needs to have a double. Yeah. And they really struggle to find a double for Jenny because they made it. They they did she they make it? yeah they did yes. because she is a teeny tiny donkey even for a miniature donkey. Oh, she's she's like a tiny. micro donkey. She's like a micro donkey. Right. They found one. Her name is Nosy Rosie. <laughs> I'm not joking. And it's a double. And yeah, the, the donkey double, her name is Nosy Rosie, and her and Jenny got on like a fucking house on fire. They loved each other very much, and Martin McDonough, as a thank you for Jenny's contribution to this film, has paid for her to retire early. So Jenny is now living a lovely life. Wait, what was Jenny? Has Jenny been a movie star before? Apparently so. Oh, I was going to say just okay. like, like away from walking like toddlers on the beach. Kind yeah, of thing. right. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, but he's he's paid for her to retire from showbiz so she can just live the life of a normal donkey in a field. But what about uh, Nosy Rosie? I can don't know she about not spend no, she has her to keep working. life. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. But I want I if they got on so well. I know. Isn't that really? Do they not? Like, obviously, animals feel depression and sadness. Like, imagine them being together for months and getting on so well and now living apart. Like, put them together, Martin. Yeah. In yeah. my, yeah. sure my headcanon, the they of... meet and they have play dates. That's why. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope so. Yeah, hope we, can, so. we can all write letters. Yeah, um, write what's, what's your general consensus in the film? Would you... I, I, I absolutely loved it. Did but you? I love Martin McDonough anyway. Like, yeah. I am such a freaking fanboy, yeah. like, honestly. Um, I, think I, I, I think this is my favourite one of his. Really? And, uh, that's controversial. Ooh, but, interesting. Like, okay. Because I, I did watch it twice. I watched it and then yeah. just wound it back. I need to watch it again. Because I'd love I to was watch like, it time, I, yeah. only until like the last shot of the film, I was like, I kind of get the sentiment of the film now. Yeah. And I feel like I want to watch it again. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. And I had like a, a whole second viewing of it, which, yeah, is, right. which is brilliant. Like, great. Yeah, writing. I want to experience that for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. 
my, my only reservation is the Barry Keegan character. Yeah. And it's it's not that I'm saying his performance is bad and the writing of it is bad. I'm just saying I don't think I received it in the way sure. I was meant to. Like, yeah. I, I, I wonder I what would have helped or what different I think thing could have... Yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult. I think, like, basi- basically I just think it could have done with maybe a little extra signposting of like the reason this character is like this is because he has undergone horrific abuse and and for that to not have just been like something that was blurted out of Colin Farrell's mouth out of nowhere I think that's what it is like maybe it's the whole show don't tell thing like it would have it would have sat better maybe although awfully but it would have helped if we actually saw Barry's character yeah. having this thing, he probably, but also yeah. he's so unaware of it in himself, yeah. really. Like yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. know that what his like, dad is doing to mm-hmm. him there's is a kind actually of, there's that bad. There's a kind of bad. beauty in the fact that he's the one who seems mostly content on the yeah. island, but everyone else seems so yeah. troubled. But he's actually, and okay, yeah, you can read yeah. that two different. I think he suffers maybe a little bit from like tertiary character syndrome yeah. where like he I has just think if you can humanise the donkey like, like that yeah. you can do it with Barry Keegan you know yeah. he had lines donkey didn't have lines but the, yeah. I think you're right this the donkey is... had like a tragic death whereas yeah, yeah. but I think that I think that's that's Part of no, the tragedy. knowing knowing yeah. for the death but also yeah. it is it's a tragic death but it is also like you cut it's comical like yeah, it is yeah. he yeah. dies by eating his fucking finger yeah, like yeah, yeah. come on like yeah. that is it's it's dark comedy like yeah. it is yeah. it, it, i think i think this film does it it it, blur, it it does manage to skip through those lines of being comedy one minute and flipping to oh i think it does it yeah. like not effortlessly but like without you even knowing yeah. like the fact that you can go through that and like one minute be laughing and the next minute be like fuck like yeah. and shocked or yeah. yeah it's so good I gasped it's a lot so out good. loud in this yeah. movie for, for me it's a four I, I, yeah. I did I'm, really like it yeah, yeah yeah I'm giving it a five just because yeah, I'd the give first it a time five. I watched the first time I watched four it was four second time I was like five <laughs> I was like I was like oh this is so fucking why I want to make films yeah yeah totally, like, I was like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. beautiful yeah. it's beautifully shot I agree. um my my questions that I have about it, I don't think are universal. I think that's just my experience of the yeah, movie. Yeah, which is fair. And Brendan Gleeson's always good. He's it's brilliant. Always, it's always worth noting. Because, he is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's <laughs> such a miserable bastard. Yeah, I know, but you're going to class a miserable bastard <laughs> mm-hmm. in the film. You've got to have Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. No, I know. On it's the perfect. topic of miserable bastards, yeah. shall we tell people to go fuck themselves? Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Ready? You're a prick. You're a dick. Please go fuck yourself. I I know who mine is. Oh yeah, shit, I forgot about this. Mine's gonna be quite quick. Okay, mine's the BAFTAs. Okay, for, oh right, okay, that makes sense. Mine's the BAFTAs, every single winner was white. <laughs> so, the BAFTAs could go fuck themselves. I thought you were gonna say nice. white and male then. I was like, oh, that couldn't be. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it, uh, Guillermo del Toro is Mexican? Oh my so, God, wait, did, did, did Michelle Yeoh? You... No, she didn't win. Kate Blanchett oh. won. Oh. Uh, right? Oh. Isn't that fucked? Interesting. Thank that you so fucked. much. We've ordered more drinks Thank for the you. context for the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means I get to open the Thank can you. on the podcast. Oh. Oh. Check this out. Who does the better? Oh, I spoke over. That was James's. Go on, have a go. Okay. Thank you so much. 
Sorry. <gasps> oh, I think oh. yours might have been better. That was like that an M and S advert. Yeah, had that bit at the end. Um, um, yeah, the so my, minus the BAFTAs. Uh, Guillermo del Toro yeah. is is I think white passing. How many? How many? the nominations does that work for like I mean like well, was it, was it, was it particularly ev- white nomination nobody or? from everything everywhere won uh, Viola Davis yeah, was yeah that's a problem isn't it yeah Immediately, uh, it immediately is a problem. I think Viola Davis was nominated. I think Angela Bassett was nominated. I think um, uh, Hong Chow was nominated. Um, this and, is and the Baftas, yeah. Not this the, is Baftas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I think, I think, and also like as you said when we were talking about the documentaries, there's a bunch of things of like uh, the documentary films, both short and feature. So who um, won best documentary in the Baftas? Then? Hold on, I can tell you. Oh fuck. Have you seen all the briefs yet? I haven't watched any, any of the docs. Oh, all no. the briefs is like that? fucking, like documentary really? but shot what, fucking. What is it? What's it? It's is about, it about. It's it's set in Delhi and it's about these two brothers that rescue kites. Oh, birds. best documentary went but to like, Navalny. It's shot on such a sorry, say again. Navalny. Navalny. Okay, that's surprising. Mm. Um, but yeah, if, so I'll read Austin Butler, All Quiet, Kate Blanchett, Navalny, Barry Keegan, uh, Edward Berger for All Quiet, Emma, Emma Mackey, One for The Rising Star, Banshees of Inisherin, All Quiet, Kerry Condon, Irish Goodbye, Avatar, Way of the Water, All Quiet, All they're Quiet. Blue. Like ev- everything, it's all white. They did a picture. <laughs> They did a you really pitch. missed my really shit joke. Then. Did I? Oh, yeah. I'm so <laughs> um, oh god. Um, they did a picture of all the BAFTA winners, oh, yeah, and god. the only person who was not white passing in the picture was Alison Hammond, who was the host. Huh. Yes. It, it sucks. It's, so it's, it's like you can, can only even feasibly say this is, um, you know, just the way it is, which is a kind of redundant argument considering. The, but then when you've got all quiet. Sorry, not all quiet. Everything, everywhere, yeah. and those ones that clearly deserve winners, and yeah. then they just overlook them for stupid, totally stupid. Yeah. So, BAFTA, go fuck yourselves, because I'm sorry. There comes a point where if every single winner is white, that's almost not an accident. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So that's sure. my go fuck yourselves. Um, nice. Speaking of white people. Yeah, go on. Mine's Elon Musk. Uh, yeah. I was hoping you were going to say this. Go well, ahead. Yeah, so Don't it's, fuck yourself. Yeah, he's such a dick. I mean, I fucking hated him for oh a long time. Uh, I love that. Speaking of white people, <laughs> yeah. he's the whitest of white. He's the yeah. whitest. No, he's, he's basically. You know, he's like sacking everyone at Twitter. Yeah. And he's like. But people have to contact him publicly on Twitter. Yeah. Well, that's basically <laughs> the whole thing. Is he basically then got into an absolute spat with this. Um, guy that had been sacked he was trying to find if he'd been sacked or not and then he yeah. decided to have this what? back and forth in, with this guy like on Twitter yeah, yeah. so he's a Twitter like it was employee a quirky, oh, like, okay, okay, yeah. lol funny public yeah, exchange yeah. no this yeah. guy literally is trying to find out if he's laid him off he's or trying not. to find out if he'd lost his jobs and he worked for Twitter which is basically Fuck what's you. happening to loads of the employees yeah. right. and then he was like oh well did you do anything anyway blah 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 posting these kind of mean replies Yeah. and it's like you're an adult and yeah. like one his boss as his well boss? So, like, which is yeah. like ridiculous yeah. and um, he basically cast well like I think he basically mocked the idea that he was disabled as well yeah so it was kind of like oh fuck like you're an act well, I mean we all knew he was a piece of shit but like I was just like wow this is next level piece of shit he's obviously backtracking now and being like oh I didn't really realise quite how disabled it was which is oh my yeah. god that yeah. but, um, doesn't make I saw it that and I was like I was going no, through no, like stuff and I was like uh, oh fuck it you're going to get it this week because yeah, it was yeah. going to be multiple other people he's such a um, douchebag but yeah I was just like oh fuck man that's uh, that's like a new low even for Elon Musk yep yeah. oh yeah he's just so 
like out of it yeah. like he's yeah. so just like unaware and disconnected yeah. from but the people, rest like, bro, of like, us like, like bros love him don't they yeah. they're like yeah, he, he's like, like he's like oh he's well, like he's like the um the epitome of like bro culture where they're just like oh yeah but he's done it all like you know yeah, self-made no, millionaires like because I did see, I saw that picture of him sat around a table at Twitter HQ or whatever um, with his, like, the group of people that he'd actually kept on to help him. And uh, and they were all, yeah, like, young Asian guys that were all just staring at him like yeah. they were in love. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, of course you kept these guys on because yeah, they all want to kiss your feet. They and, all, yeah, exactly. yeah. But anyway, like... Who's yeah. your go fuck yourself, Liana? Oh, oh, do you know what? Uh, the list is endless. Yeah, yeah. what is my... Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, to be fair, okay, this is this is ridiculous, but go fuck myself to go fuck yourself to my front door because my front door is a piece of shit. And also, <laughs> actually, no, here you go. At a, at a wider stance, go fuck yourself, estate agents, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. literally, because Jesus Christ. This has been overdue on this podcast. Oh I think. my god! Yeah. Like, we Prince. pay our fucking rent. We pay. A decent substantial amount of rent okay fair enough if the landlord doesn't want anything to do with the property he just owns it but then that is literally what you're there for estate agents like make the house livable and better Mm. like the amount of time that it takes for them to do anything that's a little bit wrong in our property is it's crazy. I, I feel like, I like it's worse in London as oh well. Oh god, it's so like it bad. Just, yeah, months, like, months on end to get anything yeah. replaced. Or my dad actually oh. once called out an estate agent of mine because uh, the basically the landlord was refusing to pay for a new boiler even though we had no heating or hot water. Um, what? And my dad, uh, on my behalf, asked for a rent reduction because we didn't have heating yeah. or hot water. And they Damn. said, sorry, Damn. we're impartial. We can't be seen to be taking your side by asking the landlord for a rent reduction. And my d- my dad managed to back them into a corner. Your of dad's being a like, lawyer. My dad is, is a lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my dad basically managed to back them into a corner and being like, okay, do you not think that by not asking the landlord to pay for a new boiler that you might be taking the landlord's side? And they basically were like, oh, no, we're impartial. And my dad was like I'm not sure how you can basically have managed to back them into a corner by being like yes we serve the landlord's best interests yeah, and we were like yeah. there we go there, there we go. go nice yeah 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 no, fuck screw you guys yeah fuck them go fuck so yourself fuck the bastards yeah. fuck estate agents yeah. fuck Elon Musk fuck Elon imagine Musk imagine Elon Musk was your fucking <laughs> landlord or estate agent yeah I mean he obviously owns plenty of properties yeah, he, he will probably and he probably out, loads so of he's yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so it's it all it will the same shall now. we there you go. do some film recommendations yeah, I can do it. you ready you like films and i like films we're birds of a feather so recommend me something good and we'll like films together oh that's so cute do you know cute. what that reminded me of like um, like Tots TV. 
it was old school like that made me feel very nostalgic to like my younger years Amazing. as a child this was a kind of Randy Newman songwriting to it thank you so much yeah that was really once nice. again I'll remind the listeners I play the clarinet could I play the clarinet part I wrote on that jingle no <laughs> not at all that's why God invented the keyboard right, right. exactly yeah. um, do we want to start with disclosure and try and end on a marginally happier note with Princess Mononoke yeah Yeah, okay. that's me saying yes, yes. Yes. So um, I recommended I James the, the documentary film Disclosure mm. because yeah. I think uh, trans people in the media is a very important topic yeah. at this current moment. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to... Basically, the documentary is about the representation of trans people in the media. Um, I'm going to try really hard until you've said what you two got out of this documentary uh, to not say anything. Uh, um... Okay, cool. Sure. Um, do you want to start? Who? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, I'll start. Um, I mean, I thought, yeah, exactly. It was a fucking eye-opening documentary for a start, for me, like for me. And it's just one of those things where progressively as I watched, I was like, oh, yeah fucking like yeah. it's just it just had a lot of shock factor I guess in just the way that yeah like trans people are yeah are represented in the media I mean I it's one of those things where I feel like you we're only gonna learn more the more that things are spoken about exactly, and yeah. the more that things yeah, are, yeah, yeah. are just talked about and that like discussion and discourse is had and I think these kind of documentaries dealing with the subject of just like trans um, but also like yeah I'm so glad but one thing that I was really worried about was yeah. the fact that they were going to have like people who weren't transsexual on right, yeah. the show yeah. and like being part of so like, like every single person that came on I was like having to like I was like are they yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. making sure that they are every single a, person that you see speak is transgender yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. exactly and I think yeah. in that sense it's quite good as well because there's a lot of especially the Older, older lady. I oh, have no idea. She God, was what's her name? Sandy Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, Fuck me. Her contribution. Was she? Was she? Um, the speaker right at the end. The black she lady. Was, yes, with yeah, the yeah, bob yeah. and the pink yeah, top on. Yeah, yes. yeah, Fucking yeah. Great. And yeah. also like, oh, like, so that what you were saying when you were saying like it's the the, the discourse. I love the fact that they talked about. I never knew that happened. The, the conversation on the chat show. Mm. Um, where she's asked about, like, she's asking about her, you know... Yeah, it's like, do you have a penis? Are the operations... Uh, Right, like, surgeries Yeah, but it was really nice, the fact that they highlighted the fact that, you know, that she was like, well, let's have a conversation about it. It's like, well, it's a teachable moment for me, and I think there's a lot of... There's a retrospective moment there, which is actually quite really touching in a way, because it doesn't happen because usually people just double down if they fucked up then they are like and it's it's important to have these conversations without like um that it does feel like a back and forth because we have to learn yeah like especially from my perspective as a as a, a cis like um straight white dude to like have the conversation in a space to like to learn from like and i have to learn but also and in most of my life i've learned by fucking up yeah yeah and it's like And it's also, it's like, it's how we all learn it. But I think there's a, there's that really good moment for me where I didn't come away from it feeling fucking depressed. Mm. I felt like, 
genuinely quite positive for stuff and also like and also, like, I learned quite a lot yeah. you know, from it and also this is from someone who feel like feels like I have maybe not on the pulse but somewhere near it around yeah. it like, sure, yeah, yeah. you sure. know I can hear yeah. it at least and yeah. I learned fucking shitloads. So it's mm. like, mm, like it's, yeah, it's um, it was a very um, like mature. It's very mature. Yeah, there, very there are mature. kind of so I I kind of categorised this in my head because I could talk about this documentary for fucking hours. Um, I got so much out of it when I watched it the first time. I yeah. think I watched yeah. it when it first came out. Um, in I think 2020. Um, there there are four things that I I took out of it. The the first being that in the UK our media has a habit of interviewing cis white women about transgender yeah. issues yeah, 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 yeah. literally makes no sense it's ridiculous it it's because it's they're placed in opposition in our media and it, it's so dangerous so it was so refreshing to me albeit an American documentary to right. watch a documentary it would be great to have the equivalent the equivalent British in Britain one. it would like, be so it great it would be great to have that kind of documentary um, made yeah, yeah it, it was so refreshing to watch a documentary about transgender people where everybody that spoke was transgender yeah and I think that, 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 yeah. that, that, that exactly it, 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 it works well it also needed yeah. to be the case right it, yeah, because yeah. if that wasn't and yeah. if they did have speakers on that were yeah. trans people you, you, do, you, do like, get, you, eh? you do get a lot of Sorry. documentaries like that where you sit there and there'll be one about god knows like there'll be one about like um history of feminism across like mm. the like, waves of feminism and here's some dude and they'll like, catch some bloke with his yeah, fucking library yeah, in his yeah, house yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like okay i get the, the, the kind of scholarly aspect but we're not analyzing this yeah like, yeah we haven't but even the historian yet, like, they get on is a trans woman yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's brilliant yeah and um, the second thing i really took out of it was the uh, ever interchanging and interwoven relationship of uh, transgender media and race. Um, yeah. So they yeah. talk very early on, and and that that is interwoven throughout the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. It does not shy away from that relationship. They talk very early about birth of a nation, about uh-huh. um, the the relationship between kind of the transgressive gender stuff in black and white films, and also the black face in black and white films. Yeah. Um, th- they talk about that very early on, and that kind of continues, and we start talking about like. Paris is burning and pose and, yeah. and you know it, it, it becomes a very it's, important discussion it's a lot of drawing of the dots for yeah. me this is because like it's stuff you kind of knew at the time and you look back and you're like oh yeah there's stuff yeah. now that you yeah. watch and you kind of yeah over. no it did but create like, those links and you're like, yeah, and then you like see, uh, black male comedians it being like a rite of passage that at some yeah. point they have to dress up as a woman in their career yeah. Yeah. annoyingly the first time I ever heard about that was from uh, Chappelle yeah because he yeah. commented on it and yeah. he was saying like what's this whole thing with black actors having to go through this mad rite of passage of yeah. wearing a dress and yeah. it's down to the, that, that that it's just like and when she talks yeah. talk about the ex kind of KKK and mm. you know lynching and stuff you're like fuck man like this all yeah. comes from yeah. Mm. and yeah have you, have you seen Orange is the New Black yet? No. Because I know you Maybe said not. this is one. Oh, yeah. No. So I'll tell so you the reason good. I haven't seen I it. I, I think I know the reason. You told me. Before. Yes. So I had a very terrible ex-boyfriend who... The worst, some might The say. worst ex-boyfriend who was very threatened by the idea that I was bisexual and made me re-closet myself. And if I ever watched anything that seemed like I was enjoying watching women having sex with each other, he would get very... So, so he wouldn't let you watch it. Knowing so. that there were lesbian sex scenes in Orange is the New Black, I never watched it. Right. Um, 
and and it's still fuck that guy right (laughs) fuck that guy it's right at the top of my list once Ted Lasso is done I will start Orange yes. is the New Black. I would say like it starts better than maybe it finishes. So we were talking about this the other day, how, mm-hmm. but like there's some bits in Orange is the New Black over the course of the time that they they were very brave in the decisions they it's, made. It's Laverne Cox in Orange yeah. is the New Black, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have dinner with she her is, so bad. Yeah. I love her yeah. so much. Oh, I, she's I, great. Do you know? I like she honestly in that documentary, just like listening to her talk. She's probably one of the most intelligent people on this she's planet. She's incredible. Like I'm not. Even joking, I was just like, she, yeah. she just gets it. Like she yes. just gets like, life. And she just so gets humans. Well. Yeah. For the positions oh that God. she's in now, like she's like a, a you know a fucking mega star. She was very first to say like, no, this is all down to the people that came before me, and yeah. it's it's she's no, just I fucking absolutely fucking love her. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but she was one of the people who was talking a lot about the kind of relationship between her race and her, her gender identity. Um, the third thing I really took out of this film was, I can't remember which speaker it was that said it, but they were talking about the relationship between, like, when, fe- when cis female celebrities present femininely, it's because of their gay male stylist um, who has got it yeah. from the queens in the club, yeah, 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 who yeah, had yeah, got yeah. it from the sex yeah, workers, yeah, yeah. who have that got it from old That was one of the links. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and and yet, when, when we see trans women displaying this same ideal of femininity, we tell them they're upholding the patriarchy. We never say that to cis women anymore yeah. because we know it's a misogynistic thing to say. Yeah. So don't say it to trans women. Um, literally, literally. Ridiculous. Um, and then the fourth thing I really took from it was this relationship between cis men playing trans women and the violence that trans women in real life encounter. Yeah, the, the direct correlation. The direct I think that's correlation. Kind of what it brings it back to like the right. real stuff where you're like, oh, this, this is a documentary. You know? Yeah. Um, there's there's just so much. I learned so much. And I, I just, but like you say, I didn't come out of it being like, oh my god, the state of the world is fucking awful for trans people, which, which it is. Mm. But, but I came out of it being like, okay, well, look at these amazing trans people, um, and the representation that they deserve, and how we can make that happen. Yeah. And like, I just think, yeah. I think it's a brilliant documentary. Yeah. It's a I think five. What's for really me. quite, yeah. like, because obviously, the, I have to kind of analyze stuff from my perspective. And so to come out of it and feel quite, um, what's the word, like motivated, mm. like yeah. to be a bit better with, with like, I mean, like, like I said, like I, I do feel like this, this but that I've, I learned so fucking much, but also I feel like I, 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 I'm a bit more motivated in, yeah, in in everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, as in like trying to make a difference or making yeah. sure that you've rather got a voice just, to help like, mm. also, rather than be that it. prick which I can be very much of the time would you be like oh fuck it everyone's, no. everyone's a fucking everyone's a dickhead yeah. and be very like apathetic towards stuff like this to actually be like well you know you, people can learn because yeah. Yeah. when I was and fucking when I was 13 we used to call yeah. people yeah. stupid shit and uh-huh. I got up and uh-huh. grew up and stuff and yeah. so yeah. maybe I shouldn't be quite yeah. so judgy around certain people and my peers and stuff and be like oh well this is you know this is a conversation yeah this, I mean you yeah. can explain if you hear somebody I'm not going to use the slur but there is a slur that begins with T that you can call transgender people um, it's six we- six letters long um, if you hear it having seen this documentary you're probably more likely to be like hey we shouldn't be saying that yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and I think it's just it's, calling people up on stuff yeah. Or, yeah. or just making them aware that actually you know 
that is offensive. Mm. Yeah. Like whether it's, oh, it just pisses me off how much people like take offence to offence. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh my yeah, god, over it. yes, you know that this word yeah. or this phrase could hurt somebody. Mm. Just make the effort not to fucking say it. Yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, yeah. it's not I think that difficult. That, that, is the offence, the offence thing, that always, it always gets me. Yeah, I always find it's like, well, it's like, do you realise the irony of you sound? Just yeah, as quote yeah, unquote yeah, triggered yeah. as everyone I'm else. I'm offended yeah. that you were offended by what I just said. It's like, oh, we could, we could do this forever until Get we all die. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really love that you two got so much out of this documentary because I. Nicole had already seen it, she, so she came in when I was watching nice. it and she was yes, like. Yes, I remember her saying. Yeah. However, she, she did say to me, she literally walked in the worst possible time. I was like, I think like, I, someone had messaged me and she was like, you're not watching it if you're on your fucking phone, are you? And I was like, <laughs> Oh, no. Come on, man. calling you out here. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the the most like the most important thing that I took from that documentary is just the fact that like we as just humans need to be creating more of a safe space for mm. other humans, like yeah. to just be themselves. Like mm. it's not like. Yeah, I just We're not coming to take stuff away. With, yeah. you know, I yeah. said we. Yeah. That's probably not the best <laughs> way to describe it. <laughs> but I, I have everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you fucking I do. think <laughs> this for me does exactly what I need a documentary to do. And for me, that makes it a five star documentary. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. There was nothing more that I wanted. If anything, I actually wanted it to be longer. Like, mm. I wanted. Yeah there yeah. to be more stuff for mm. me to know about and I know for a fact that there are but it's you know it kind of relies on you to then go ahead and do yeah. your own research and look yeah. into it more but it's like oh no it was done so well and everything was presented yeah. so like black and white you mm. know I no grey yeah, yeah. area nothing yeah. that like was confusing or Which, was like hard to understand yeah. it was so like because you were this taken is... from the kind of beginning through it, so you yeah. understood the context of the. Cool it's kind yeah. of logical, yeah. yeah. I think what I'm surprised about normally film like documentaries like this really bug me. Mm. It's the very talky heady, yeah, like very much talking heads and stuff. But also, yeah. that's usually a style that I don't particularly like. But mm. because I'm just kind of sat there being informed, I you know it didn't. Oh it yeah, it didn't. At no point did it become like boring no. or anything. Yeah, no. It was like. I think it also yeah. like because it is talky heady but at certain points it does allow you to see the actual like emotional impacts that these things have on the subject so you you yeah. see you Laverne Cox being like hey I hate to talk about this it makes yeah. me tear up because it's need, yeah, shit you, yeah you're right yeah. you need to see it because yeah. that that creates the empathy yeah, for me when I totally. see a human reaction yeah, 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 yeah. to yeah. when I think I can't remember Laverne Cox is talking about something and mm. she's like you can tell she has to take a moment to try and process it a little yeah. bit and you're like that's when your uh-huh. human triggers and you're like ah you know it's not just like going through stuff and things that happened in the past these affect people like on an emotional level and yeah. every single human being has an emotional valve yeah regardless of how what you say there is a thing when you see someone cry mm. you don't feel happy and yeah. if you do then you're a nazi <laughs> <laughs> um, literally are we unanimous on a five yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't I, I see it why um, it wouldn't be. Documentaries like this, I, f- I find it weird to give a rating, so I think yeah. it's five. I mean, I guess you yeah. could, like, if you feel like, you know, you you, you didn't get anything out of it, but I think... Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. And it's a funny thing, like, you as well, James, being like, oh, that you you came out of it feeling, like, positive or, like, yeah. motivated. Like, I still couldn't help myself, but 
finish that and feel but I think that's just me it's just my take on it but like yeah. I came out of it feeling fucking just angry and yeah. like yeah, sad yeah. and yeah. just like really like what how long is it gonna take yeah. until people just accept other people yeah, like yeah. how long is it gonna take for these idiots to just be like more open-minded and yeah. just respectful and like yeah. and I just came out of it really fucking angry like and no, so that yeah, pissed me off there's, there's yeah for that I'll take a point one off of it <laughs> for making me angry no but that's what a good doc does you know yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly yeah. that so uh, yeah fine shall we use Princess Mononoke as a palate cleanser then yeah oh. because it's been taking a long time to get you to watch this film because this is yeah, one of wait, my favourite films yeah, yeah. I can't believe you've it. never seen it I've have you seen, seen all those Studio Ghibli films yes though? so I have okay. seen Grave of the Fireflies is Ghibli isn't it yeah 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 so I've not seen that one the oh, first one I sad. ever Crying. saw yeah. was Grave of the Fireflies Grave of the Fireflies uh, then I saw Spirited Away then recently my friend Richard Colvin made me watch my neighbour Totoro oh yeah. Totoro your uh, Japanese pronunciation is very very good <laughs> is it yeah Totoro <laughs> um uh, and uh, and and now I've yeah. watched Princess Mononoke for the first time. Okay. The plot. This film is. There's a lot. Uh, you have thinking, so much more to watch. I if those are the only ones that you've watched, I'm like, whoa. I know. Oh, I want to watch uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh my god, I, I love Kiki's Delivery Service. It's mm. probably one of my favourites. So, yeah. Just so for me, the reason why this film is fucking beautiful is because it's like one. It's like semi like vegetarian vegan bait a little bit uh-huh. because it's, it's like sort of man versus nature yeah, isn't but it then really it's told in such a like for a film that's an animation and stuff but it's very like you have a kind of semi kind of leper colony mm. run by a woman with it like like well, it, it's it, run it's by a woman yeah. who basically harbours um, ex sex workers yes yeah, it's fucking brilliant yeah like it's way ahead of its time man I fucking totally. love this film it's, I've got a shiver then. It's an epic. It's an epic on like Lord of the Rings proportions. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. It's like it's, it's big. It's massive. It's I was big. thinking like, it's God, how am I going to summarise this plot? I wonder if maybe I don't need to. I think you just need to watch. No, uh, yeah, I think most people Princess have probably Mononoke. seen it. So, um, but, uh, also the little things in the fucking tree. Oh, the little tree spirits. The tree spirits. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say the thing that I think will make you mad at me first. God damn it! You will start with a nigger. Be gone. I think I prefer Totoro. That's fine. You're allowed yeah, to prefer things. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say, oh, I just thought it was a bit shit. No, no, no. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. But when I came but away... it's deep. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really deep. deep. It's think, a heavy film. I think that's right. one thing that, that, I, that like, leans it for this because it has uh, quite a lot to say about... Yeah. But it's very... Timing-wise, it kind of it's it works now, it works then, and it mm. like works when it was made. Yeah, um, and uh, it's beautiful and it's epic, and I can totally. My friend uh, Richard actually lived in Japan for a little while, and he says that like the way that kids dress up as Anna and Elsa from Frozen over here, they dress up as Princess Mononoke over yeah, there. Yeah, and it's not uh, just fucking badass as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'd so much rather that. She's yeah. such a badass. She's yeah. such a bad dude. Like that moment where she's like sucking the fucking poison right? out of the yeah. wolf and, and like, spitting yeah. it out. And you see her and she's got blood dripping like, down her yeah. face. So that, that was so one of the big things when they tried to translate it into quote unquote American or English. They were talking oh. about Disney. Yeah. Were coming and they said, well, we can't call her a princess and him a prince. 
I'm like, well, why? I said, she doesn't act like a princess. And the director was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You're getting the rights to make this film. And it was like, I was like, and then in what, 20 years' time, we're having conversations about Disney and. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a good point to note. Yeah, totally. D- how how do you watch it? Did you watch it dubbed? I watched or? it in Japanese yeah. with English oh, subtitles. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The, the dub yeah. is good. The, yeah. the, like, the, dub the dubs is decent are good, yeah, but yeah. aren't the dubs done by Disney? From a lot of the so, I think the Totoro ones are done by yeah, Disney. Yeah, the original, I think, on this wasn't. I think mm. it was... Because um, it's okay. Billy, Billy Crudup who yeah. does the voice. I love and then, Billy Crudup. And then, um, <laughs> The voice of the wolf is um, X Files, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gillian Anderson. Yeah. And then the, um, I think it's uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is the mm. yeah. It's like yeah. there's some good actors. There's on there. some good voices, yeah. But I still yeah. The dub is better. Like oh, no, the no, other one. No, the original. Yeah, yeah the, the original is better. better. That's it. Be like I'd much rather always watch. Like it. like the fucking. The way the the, the, the boars talk to each yeah. other, like it's fucking. It's so it, good. They, they built an it's entire beautiful. like. Look, the sound design. The in sound design is fucking incredible. Yeah. Insane. Like yeah. I would love to have been watched there, and, and, like sat there and watching them do all the foley for that yeah. film mm-hmm. yeah, because, yeah. oh my god, like even just ha- like when Princess Mononoke like climbs the wall and it's like running over the rooftops yeah. like even you just a simple yeah, like yeah, yeah. patter of mm, of yeah. her feet like yeah, running yeah. across it's like it's insane yeah so i was good. listening to my main takeaway from this film um i was listening to a podcast called the villain was right uh which is really good really yeah, enjoyed yeah. it um but who was the villain Eboshi. yeah f- yeah fair yeah um and they weren't saying that she is blanket right over and above everything else. Yeah. Um, they were just saying that, like, hey, you know, if this thing was attacking your village, you'd probably fight back too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was a really good podcast. Um, and they were saying on it that, like, the when when they first introduced the demon, like the wormy boar demon thing, you're like, oh, the demon is the villain. And then as the film goes on, you realise that the demon... like it's just trying to protect. Yeah, the demon is, like, the hatred that mm. is is a byproduct of this shitty war yeah. rather than it in itself being a... See, because that's why I've, I've always read this film as violence was the villain. Yeah, totally. And violence is the thing that yeah. creates yeah. The, the, the... Well, the also, yeah. guns. Yeah, and guns. Guns. Yeah. guns are the villain. Yeah, which um, is never uh, wrong, really. No. As a, as a, as yeah. uh, I'm aware we've been uh, recording for a, a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to rate this. It's a four for me. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Fair. Nice. I don't need to rate it because it's one of my favourite films of all time. It's so. a five for James. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, there are other Studio Ghibli films that I are way higher, so I would give also give it a four. But mm. I do love Princess Mononoke. Uh, like, it's so amazing. I have and a true spirit at the top of my Christmas tree every oh. year. Yeah, you do. It's very cute. Yeah. That is cute. Um, uh, just realised we missed out the uh, the section where we need to recommend each other's uh, films and shit. I was going to give um, you guys The Wind That Shakes the Barley, if you haven't seen it, because that's all about the, the Irish Civil War, and it like links back to Banshees, very much so. And it, it, it's a kind of sister comparison piece. What were you going to... Wind That Shakes the Barley, it's like a... The Wind That Shakes the Barley. The Barley, yeah, yeah. It's fucking big film. Like, famous I watch this right now. Don't make me spell fucking barley. (laughs) But more importantly, Liana, what are you going to recommend us to watch? Okay, so.
So, uh, what I was going to recommend was, if neither of you had seen a uh, portrait of a lady on fire. I haven't seen it, but I know I know that Anna definitely Anna, has. Anna, yeah. I've definitely seen it. Okay, sick. Right. So, Anna, if you've seen that, definitely watch uh, Ammonite, if you haven't already. I haven't seen that either. Okay, yeah. Kate Winslet and Sasha Ronan, which we previously mentioned in the uh, episode. Ammonite? Abba. Ammonite. 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 It, apparently it's like a fossil or some shit. I don't know. You learn about it in the film. Ammonite. A-M-M-O-N-I-T-E. Ammonite. All right. It's another voice note because you've got to put it on the podcast, so go on. Okay, listen. If there is one film that I can recommend the most out of any film that exists on this planet, okay, obviously that's uh, a <laughs> fucking uh, complete exaggeration, but it is Free Fire, okay? The film Free Fire completely went under the radar. Nobody knows about it, I feel like. It's crazy. It is such a good film. Kelly Murphy, Shelto Copley. It's a fucking brilliant film. It's so funny and it's so good. Oh, Brie Larson as well. Like, honestly, this film is great. It's so good. That's kind of mad that those actors and I haven't seen it. So now we move on to our soapbox section. You ready? Yeah, boy. I should have warned you how loud that what was. What is soapbox? Soap. Soapbox is like basically you get a minute to rant about something, and it will literally have to be a minute this yeah. week. Um, so I, mine's really petty. Um, They're the best though. So I play the double bass. Which nice. means frequently Fun. I have to transport the double bass on public transport. And I would just like to... Is it bigger than you? It is bigger than me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have to lift this thing. It's literally like a tortoise shell. I have to bend over basically at a 90 degree yeah. angle. Become a TMNT. Pretty much. <laughs> and it like it sits on my back kind of like... I'm, I'm demonstrating. This is an audio medium. Mm. But like it, it sits on my back and I like have to like hobble about and then take regular breaks when I'm walking around. Mm. And... I'm just bored of how people treat me on public transport oh, when I've got comments. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a big violin. I bet you wish you played no. the flute. You don't yeah. actually get those yeah. comments. Oh, yeah. Oh Every time. I, I play a game with myself called Double Bass Bingo. And today I had to transport it into London and I got them all. And, and either they're said directly to me or they're said about me. Sure. Like to the person that they're yeah, with. Yeah. That's a big yeah, violin. Yeah, yeah. Bet you wish you played the flute. People generally staring at me like I'm carrying a dead body. Uh, people almost bumping you into it on purpose. Happens. And then they can say the thing. Yeah. And then they can say the thing. Yeah. Um, I've had people take pictures of me without asking when I'm carrying it. Um, I hate people. <laughs> it also makes me realise how inaccessible the underground is, especially if you've got a mobility aid or a wheelchair. Um, and obviously, I can take it upstairs. It's a fucking nightmare, but I can do yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, if I was in a wheelchair, this would be the, the, the worst journey ever. It would add, yeah. like, maybe 40 minutes onto this journey. Sure, um, least, yeah. yeah. So, basically, it's a very personal soapbox for me this week. If you see me carrying the double bass, leave me the fuck alone. Nice. That's my soapbox. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm there. I'll be, I'll be there. Like... In the dark, in the shadows, for <laughs> you, alright? If anybody says anything to Anna from yeah. now on about a fucking double bass, I will also come out. I saw someone with a double you. bass today, and I was like, I wonder if they've had any of the old... And oh, I, yeah. I, said, I said, oh, I bet you, Laddin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you wish you played that flute. Yeah. And then if I don't laugh, people get, so like, upset. Good. How dare you? 
not like, laugh at their mediocre. And I'm like, but you don't understand. This is the third time I've heard it. This journey alone, and the journey's only an yeah. hour long. Yeah. Do you ever get like, oh, you should smile more? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dickheads. Um, oh anyone else got a soapbox? Uh, yeah, mine's kind of like a. You know, people on Instagram where they're like, fucking, like, oh, I fucking get up at 4 a.m. and fucking. We've all got the same 24 hours in a day. You know, you get 24 hours in a day, but I wake up at 4 a.m. and fucking, like, I smash and I grind. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't. No. Um, Yeah, no. I I work. Mood. And like, and wasn't like it that the Kardashian, like one of the Kardashians that like said that? Like, yeah. oh, I get the same 24 hours yeah, in a like, day. And it was like, like dude, yeah, you literally yeah, open your eyes and you've made a million yeah. dollars. Like, and also, on. like, you should be aware that if you're working for fucking that amount of time, then you're fucking yourself over. Yeah. Like, 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 fucking people, like, it yeah. just really fucking annoys you. Capitalism like, will replace you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of, like, you get it in our industry loads, don't oh, you? Yeah. Where it's kind of like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm oh doing this it's God. like yeah but if you were you wouldn't be fucking posting about it because yeah. I'm fucking busy right yeah. I never get to yeah, fucking post this fucking about shit, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not posting shit because I ain't got fucking time I might get the chance to snap my cat <laughs> like oh, he looks cute today and that's about it like yeah. and this whole this whole idea that like like to be honest if I get up and I can get out of bed at 10 o'clock that's a fucking great day yeah. Oh, yeah. and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. I fucking love that shit 10am like, earliest <laughs> yeah. yeah but like but you know if you have to work you have to work but at the same time like it shouldn't be normalised that you fucking have to work that hard for you. Like, and also we work in an industry where it's kind of like oh yeah but you love what you do it's like yeah but man wants to get out of bed at 10am like if you know like, like this idea that you like have to fucking struggle and fucking like it's crazy what a mentality what yeah. the hell but it's yeah. like it's, it is mad it isn't it? like sense. it does move like people like people like uh, hustle porn yeah. Nick calls yeah. it and it yeah. makes perfect sense hustle as well where people That's just great. kind of like yeah like I didn't get lunch today because I had no time so like you need to eat it's something. like, like yeah it becomes when people think that the grind is uh you know everything to do with with them as a person like oh I put in so much work and effort like I'm a better person you're an idiot (laughs) there's there's some of it where it's like you know like I've got three kids and I'm a single mum and I have six businesses and I'm just like this isn't really calm down (laughs) it's it's when that um, that saying work smart not hard comes in yeah yeah, yeah. like 100% man like fucking because You'll fuck yourself out eventually uh-huh. if you're actually doing these things burnout, that you say right, you're doing. You'll right. burn out. Like, well, we all burn also, out. that's a good point, though. The majority of those, they don't not really. really. They're not doing what it is so. that they're no, saying they're doing. No. Not at all. Because you don't get time not to fucking post about it. Yeah. I know that much yeah. anyway. But. Yeah. Do you have a soapbox? Um, I guess, well, leading on to that, only because it made me think of it. It was like, really quickly, um, like... Nepo babies that, <laughs> that don't actually think they're Nepo babies. Right. That, that pisses yeah. me off. Are you fucking... Really? I'm about to say words. What what, what does that mean? You burped into mic. Oh. oh, no, so did I? Ne- yeah. Oh, that's what I thought was that's happening. That's a freestyle, but... Uh, um, what's a Nepo, Nepo baby? Nepotism. Nepotism. So, like, Lily Rose Depp is a Nepo baby. Oh. But people who get 
uh, a leg up because oh. of the family that they're born into. Basically, it's, it's, it's like famous people that don't recognise their privilege. But, uh, yeah, but it's like, fucking hell. Like, it, it pisses me off when, yeah, these people are like, oh, you know, oh, I've put in I the work yeah, and the effort yeah. and yeah. look, I've managed to do it and it's like, you're a Nepo oh, baby. Look at who you're around. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Don't be such a cunt. And yeah. that comes from like being yeah. self-aware and just like fucking totally. don't realise. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. I, on that, I watched the Army Hammer documentary. Oh, fuck. It's very disturbing. But he, I did not know, was a Nepo baby. Oh, I mean, you can tell by his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at him. He's beautiful. But anyway, yeah. teeth. if you want to look at Nepo right? babies, maybe yeah. watch that documentary. Okay. It's very well made. What's it called? It's called House of Hammer and it's three episodes long. House of Hammer. It's a Misery doc. It is a misery doc. It's very upsetting. Did he fund it? Is it his? No, 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 no. No, it's, it's like a... So, because obviously he had the sexual assault allegations uh-huh. lodged against him. It's 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 very much without his input. Like a, hmm? Is it canon? Is he still a cannibal? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this guy's really fucked up, huh? Really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> shall we calm down? <laughs> yeah. Let's calm down. <laughs> Breathe in. Breathe out. Calm down. It was wow. too early on. Nice. Yeah. No, that was nice. Uh, so I have to go last. So you guys go first. What is a thing that's made you happy that you'd like to use to calm down this week? All right, Leonie can go first on this one. Mine's really boring. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> what is this question mark? <laughs> uh, what's made me happy? Um, okay, well, I guess, do you know what's made me happy? Like, meeting, just meeting people that are like-minded. This guy looks like Guillermo del Toro, doesn't he? <laughs> There's a man out the window that looks like Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> um, it, it makes me happy when I just meet other people that are like-minded and that are just like, oh, I don't know, it just gives me, it's like, oh, yeah, actually... Life's not that shit. There are other people yeah. that have the same thoughts and, yeah, just like nice people. How nice people. That, how often nice does that people. Happen, I don't know, like once in a year. We're <laughs> <laughs> normalising it. No, it's like, it's yeah, true, yeah. it's about once a year. But if right. anybody would like to apply to be Liana's friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just nice people. Nice people make me happy. Because there's a lot of shit people. Yeah, <laughs> the we majority of you cunts. Yeah, we, so we do, we do focus horrible. on the bad, don't we, with yeah. most stuff. Like. So, just mm-hmm. like, nice people. Nice. nice. Yeah. Go on, you said yours was boring, go on. Yeah, but I've done it, already done it before, but it's Arsenal Football Club. Hey. Oh, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, sorry. Oh, but, but wait, okay. sorry. Did you see Liverpool's win against United? Yeah, see, but that all, that's all part Whoa. of it. So I had what do you mean that's been had... part of it? Arsenal I, I have nothing have... to fucking do with it. Don't <laughs> even try. I, no, 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 no. I, I had the best weekend in my entire life, and, and I may as well die now. Great. Because oh, we, we had the last minute do winner it. against <laughs> Bournemouth mm-hmm. from uh, um, um, Nelson, who I basically went on an open mic night. Well, I didn't. There was an open mic guy there. And you just happened to be there. Yeah, I sabotaged it. I'm what sorry, I know do? that's not done. I, I you heckled? No, there was oh. no one else there. It was just me, oh. him and Nick. And I basically spent the entire time singing about Reese Nelson. Oh. Nice. But it was a great night for me. Um, and then the next day, <laughs> I went to see women's, the Arsenal ladies. Yep. And they beat Chelsea. And that nice. was fantastic. Nice. And then I watched um, Liverpool thrash Man United 7-0. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so there's all these people and Beautiful. anyone but like just laughing at United fans. And I would say like, 
this can't get any better. No. This is the best Never. weekend ever, so it's I'm out. peaked. Cool. I'm done. Cool. Nice. Um, so again, it's football, but it probably will be this till the end of the season. Okay. Depending on what happens. Yeah. Mm, we'll see. Watch Ted Lasso and then we'll... we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we'll, then that we'll might be a calm down one day. Um, my calm down is a folk singer called Hannah Rarity. Now, if you're a copyright human listening to this, I personally messaged Hannah on Instagram and she has given us permission to use this song. So you can take it up with her. Please be nice to her, though. She's a lovely human. Um, uh, she she's she won, I think, uh, Scottish Folk Musician of the Year or Young Scottish Folk Musician of the Year or something. Um, and, and she's got two albums and they're both amazing. Uh, and I'm prepping for a folk audition this week. So I've just been listening to her a lot. So I'm going to end the podcast with her Before song, Kaleidoscope. Can I quickly? I forgot to use the soundboard again. Yeah, go on. Which, Ooh, which, which is, is really that? annoying. Do you want to play Nicole's ad? Fuck, I forgot the ad. Hold <gasps> on. You're listening to the Snowflakes podcast, sponsored by Cinepause, offering simple, personal cinematography equipment rental in Surrey. Check out the latest gear on my website at cinepause.co.uk. Yeah, I love my cat. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say I thought you were calm down. There we go. Cat. I love my cat. Um, but, thank yes, you, Cinepause, for sponsoring us and for the use of our soundboard. Yes, Nicole, I'm legend. And thank you, Liana, for being our second ever guest. Oh, my pleasure. Nani? Oh, Nani. Yes, <laughs> Jimmy, that's a shout out to you. <laughs> no, thank you for having me, guys. It's I been lovely. It. And now to close us out, here is Hannah Rarity with her original song, Kaleidoscope. Can I rap over it? Oh, James. I'd rather you didn't. Okay, see you. Your clock sets on Counting down the days Black and white and pictures proud I think of you this way Today is a It's hard to see the view Dazzling hues of red and gold Mar my thoughts of you Hours go by without one Sailed around the south of France in a better life long past. I heard a song.